Hello, the People's Cup Network presents No Movie Pass Update. We're just a group of friends who enjoy movies. Hope you guys enjoy. In the face of overwhelming odds, I'm left with only one option. I'm gonna have to science the shit out of this. But if I fight, I want you to fight too. I want you to go across this ring and knock that son of a bitch down. Can you do it? Say it. I'm gonna knock that son of a bitch down. I'm gonna, I'll come see you tomorrow. No, I'm going home, home. This is home. No, it's not anymore. Running around, catching a boy that light. In moonlight, black boys look blue. Elio. Elio, 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 Elio. He won't. That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. I am Iron Man. Hello, everybody, from the listeners that were listening to the part one of the end of a decade by the your hosts, Ray, Johnny, and Josh. Um, this is going to be part two, kind of talking about the years of 2015 and 2019. Um, and I think this is probably going to be my favorite. Um, so I'm really excited about it. But I think we should just go ahead and dive in. Um, you guys obviously know who we are, why we love movies. But so I'll start. 2015, dude. First of all, shout out to Cibola High School. It's where I graduated, bro. Put them on. Respect. J-Rod graduated 2015. Yeah, yeah. Tresco. Hey, <laughs> dude. Room, bro. I think this was a movie that realized that Brie Larson is something phenomenal. Room was such a good movie where I'm like... I I'm terrified. Like, especially when he was in the back of the truck in the rug yes. trying to get out. I'm like, I, I, I the first time I was going to say, do you watch yeah, it at my house? The first time I was, I was watching, I was with you. And yeah. I, I remember getting up Josh's couch in his like upstairs living room. And I was like, get the fuck out of a truck. Like this guy, I was flipping out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I remember that dude. We had a whole squad of people there. Dude, I was like yelling. And everyone was stressed. Like, yeah, people were standing on the couches and everyone was like yelling at the screen. And we're like, <laughs> Dude, it was tense, dude. Dude, so Room was my number one of 2015, but my like close second first animated movie we talked about was Inside Out. Inside yeah. Out, dude, yeah. I love. I mean, it won the Oscar for the best animated movie that year. Inside Out was like, I didn't know, like, I I never I understood why people cried in movies, but I never thought an animation movie would make a grown 21 year old, 22 year old man cry because I was like. Oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm feeling all these emotions and all these like things. I'm like, I need to cherish those, like those weird silver balls yeah. where it's like those memories. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I also just love Phyllis from the office playing uh the sad one. Yeah. And I, I love Inside Out, dude. This yeah. was this was like I think 2015 was the year when I was like, wait, the the craft of movies can be enjoyable. And I think 2015 is when I realized I'm like, oh, I'm just I love movies. So yeah, I think Inside Out did a cool, uh, really good job like introducing feelings for everybody. I think they really explain like people have feelings and like these are the feelings and they're all like useful. And I was like, what the heck? Mm -hmm. I am sadness. (laughs) I am like, I I like this. Like inside I was good. Like it made me feel for sure. And it, and I think it's really like healthy for like younger kids to like see Disney movies like that, that actually like make them process feelings better. Yeah, I think we grew up in the generation where like all these Disney movies were like, yeah, they were cool and I really love them and I'll cherish them. But like, they really didn't talk like feeling like Inside Out did. Yeah. I think at least. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like when they started doing it at the end with the the half blue, half yellow. Um, oh, emotions, yeah. Dude, the boat. That hit home for me. Yeah. Dude. It was like, I resonated with me so much because I was like always trying to explain to people because people are like, Josh, like you're a happy person. Why are you always talking about how sad you are? I was like, can I be both at the same time? Leave me alone. And then Inside Out said, and then, yes, you can. <laughs> Affirmed. Affirmed. <laughs> Yes, King. Yeah, dude, that movie was, it was good. So my, yeah, like I said, the, what was your Johnny? Is that what you said inside out too? Or? No, I think I was just adding on to that. Okay. Uh, I think straight out of Compton is going to be my number Put one. On, bro. Yeah, yeah, I loved straight out of Compton. Cruising down the street in my six Hey, that was dope, eh? Straight out of Compton. Like I thought you were gonna start rapping. Dude. Me too. Was, I was, I was getting, out of Compton. No, it was, uh, it was really cool because I don't know everything, how it was filmed. Like they told a really good story. Um, there's a, there's a Tupac movie 
that's called All Eyes on Me. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it is terrible. (laughs) So bad. Like, it is so bad. And, like, it could have been, like, a straight out of Compton thing. Like, where they gave, like, a really good story and stuff. Mm -hmm. But they, like, failed. And straight out of Compton didn't. One of my favorite scenes is, like... When uh, Tupac is rapping, like in the in the booth, and then um, I think it's Dr. Dre. He just like walks up in there, and then Tupac is just like spitting flows, and I'm like, Tupac has to be alive. Like this dude looks like him, like he is not dead. Respect. But like I got the chills just seeing like yeah. I don't know, and like Suge Knight is like the scariest dude Bro. in the world. I think. Once, yeah. And, once you finish, and, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about. And like you see, like you see how scary Suge Knight is, and. And straight out of Compton, you see how like manipulative he is. And I don't know. I think it did a really good job, like telling the story of, of how NWA started. Bro, so. Suge Knight gave easy AIDS. I, oh, no doubt. <laughs> I like, I know I'm going in like going to dive here, but after I saw straight out of Compton, I was like, wait, Suge Knight is insane. He's and so crazy. I went on like a huge like diving. Cause like, yeah, there's the aspect of like movie being real and true story. But I also understand there's the aspect of movies, like making a movie better. So I want to know what was true and what was wrong. Or what was right and what was wrong. Um, so first, like I like when Suge Knight said when those like group of people like ran up on Easy and they like beat him up, they kind of just push him down and like hit him a little bit. Yeah. And they walked away. I kind of want to say that was the time when he got injected. He, he got he got he got the needle tipped into his skin. Oh yeah. Because then years later, after Easy was like long dead, like every like all these like rappers are doing fine on their own and all this stuff. Like Suge Knight went on to. It wasn't Jimmy Fallon. It was uh, the other one. Um, talk show host. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. He went to Jimmy Kimmel and they were talking about like HIV and AIDS. And he's like, he's like, you know, and he said, you can do this cool shit. He said, he's like, you don't have to kill anybody anymore. You just do something that's called this long death. You get a needle and you inject someone with, with AIDS. And that's called a slow death. And he said, that's some easy type shit. And he started laughing. And people are like, wait a minute. Did he just confess to killing easy? Yeah, this dude was crazy. Really? Sure, dude. Suge Knight, if you're listening to this, <laughs> don't. don't. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Please don't hurt us. But dude, and then like I, I love the whole part. Yeah, straight out comedy was a phenomenon. But the, my favorite part is when Ice Cube went into the, the studio and he was like, "Why the fuck are we eating Fat Boy and Easy Eats eating fucking crab and caviar?" And he beats like, "Oh yeah, all that guy shit." Like yeah, that, that, that part was tight. Yeah, this yeah that was a great film. Sorry, Josh, for taking over your. Oh no, you're good, dude. I'm enjoying listening, time, dude. I I forgot about Straight Outta Compton. Um. It wasn't, I, I, I guess I missed you didn't it. didn't put, put it on the list. It should be on my list because I be. really enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, no, I have, uh, let's see, Still Alice came out this year, which is the movie with um, Julian, Julian Moore, I want to say, um, and about Alzheimer's. Dude, it messed me up, dude. Like, I used to think like, oh, Alzheimer's, like, it's going to sound really bad. So I apologize if I offend anyone, but I used to be like, Alzheimer's, you know, you just forget things. I didn't really understand it. And then I watched this yeah. movie on it, dude. And then I read the book afterwards and I was wrecked, dude. It's... It's yeah. So that one's up there on, on, on my honorable mentions. Uh, Beast of No Nations came out this year, which I thought was the reason why I think that one's an important thing. Cause it's the first one I remember being like, Oh, it's being released on Netflix at the same time as theaters or, yeah. and I, I was like, Oh my gosh, Netflix is going to start producing their own movies. And like, Oh, this is interesting and incredible. Um, cause we'll get to that later in 2019. Cause hey, it's coming Netflix bro. film. It's coming. But, um, but um, let's see. Yeah. You got Steve jobs. I'll watch anything that written by Aaron Sorkin. Mm-hmm. Cause the same Steve thing, jobs this dialogue, dude. Uh, the Big Short, dude. Adam McKay, dude. I'm telling you, man. Like in the other guys, you know, it's mostly funny, and you know, but at the end, there's this like during the credits, it talks a lot about the 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 wage gap between like executives and CEOs and company, yeah. and then their workers. And you start watching the credits and all these funny graphics in the background. You're like, oh, there's like a serious message back here. And then then all of a sudden, he comes out with like The Big Short, which yeah. is actually a horror film. If you really think about it, uh, dude, it's terrifying, dude. The whole world's economy corporate, was gonna corporate world collapse, world, yeah, dude, no, but no, um, so I, I I really appreciated his uh, you know, starting to do more drama stuff because yeah, you incorporate his storytelling with comedy and humor, but big um, was good. But Spotlight, dude, Spotlight came out this year, dude. Spotlight also messed me up, dude. You never seen it? it? I never seen it. I gotta check it out, dude. It's 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 really good. It's really uh, be 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 prepared though for some really dark stuff. It's that, uh, them that. discovering the Catholic Church, all the child. Oh wow! Yeah, it's dude. It's deep. It's it's it shines light on a lot of very important things. But um, but my my movie my number one is Mad Mad Max Fury Road, and Mm. the reason it's just all around, dude. The the way it looked, Tom Hardy, Charlize Theron, um, dude, just 
George Miller directing it, his wife editing it. It was just incredible. I remember reading good. somewhere they're talking about like how uh, he asked his wife to edit. And she's like, I mostly edit like rom-coms or like other types of movies. And he was like, yeah, but if you edit it, we're going to see an action film edited in a whole new perspective that no one's ever seen. Ooh. And I, I just thought that was cool. And it added yeah, to it, cool. dude. And, and I really appreciate the message and the story because it's called Mad Max, but he's not really like mm-hmm. the main character. It's Furiosa. And like, uh, it's just, anyways, it's that movie overall as, as a whole piece, dude. But um, another one that was a close second was en- the end of tour, the end of the tour with uh, Jesse Eisenberg. And uh, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I told Jason you about Siegel. this one for a while. I know, dude. I, I never like, listened. You need to, you need to watch this, this film. You're going to really like it. And you'd be like, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> And then know, when you watch dude. it, you're like, dude, I should have watched I it. I know, dude. I messed up so bad. 824, right? Yeah, 824. When I was on that 824 yeah. grind to see like all the 824 films. I'm still, yeah. <laughs> I'm still on an 824 grind. Dude, yeah. Can I go on what Josh said, dude? Mad Max, bro. I think the reason why that wasn't in my top one or animal mention is because I, I, I'm like genuinely, like genuinely scared of like those movies like that. Oh, dang. Like post-apocalyptic? I feel like the world possibly could go somewhere like that. Like uh, what's the movie with... um. The Book of Eli. Mm. The Book of Eli is terrifying as well, bro. I don't. I just yeah. don't. I have a hard time with those films. I like get scared. Come like I wouldn't last. Yeah, an entire world for sure. Yeah, dude. Overall, you know, you already know. Ray's score of twenty uh, twenty fifteen would be a nine point one out of ten. I thought this was a great year. This is the year when I start to love movies a lot. This for me, mm, this is a good year. Just uh, there's like only like three that I really really like. Like Star Wars: The Force Awakens was. Was like the the re up. The lobster was cool. The lobster was really lobster. cool. I forgot about the lobster, bro. And then Hateful Eight. That was fun too, but yeah. it's a good year. Yeah. Not a great year, but it's a good year. But I enjoyed Johnny's uh, rating. It's, we haven't heard great yet. We've heard okay and good. <laughs> we haven't heard great yet. No, well, no. Great. Yeah, yeah, I said great for 2014. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. We saw okay, good, and great. So that's Johnny's uh, scale. I think this one was, was slightly above good. Uh, oh, I really, really do. Yeah, because I agree with you, dude. They had Slow West. Um, Slow West was dude, good. You're the one yeah. who told me to see them. I loved it, dude. It's it's incredible. It looks dude. beautiful. Yes. Yeah, like, dude. The yeah, it looks great. The yeah. acting's great. The story was like awesome, dude. Even though it's kind of slower paced movie, I was like so engaged. Super the whole slow, time. dude. What I loved uh, <laughs> the reason why I love the movie so much is after they killed those people in the house, the kids stayed there, and then obviously the whole like western scene happened where like that guy died, the girl and guy fall in love. I love so much that they go back and get those kids and raise them as their own in their own house. So good, yeah. dude. So oh, good. man, that was a good one, dude. Dude, Sicario, dude, Sicario, Sicario came good. out, dude. Yeah, dude. Taylor Sheridan starts writing up all Sicario these other. Yeah. Wind River. Wind River was good too, Hell bro. Or high water. <laughs> Hell or high Sicario water. Sicario two. It was Sicario so three. No, it was good, dude. Hell or high water was really good. Hell or high water. Um, but yeah, dude. Solid year. It was good, man. Was, the Revenant came year. out, dude. Revenant, eh. Oh, bro, know, that movie was, was trash. Asleep. Dude, but it, just, but it looked so incredibly it beautiful. It looked beautiful. It, you know, I think it was beautiful. That's why it was great, because I got to sleep, got go to sleep with some visuals oh my. before I went to bed. Bro, I just want the Academy fair, to be... Fair, fair, fair. I, I bet you the kids to the Academy's thought process, they said, you know, we better give Leo a fucking Oscar before he kills someone on set to win an Oscar. All right, all right. 2015 was a good year. <laughs> Not great. Let's move on. 2016. 2016. Ooh. Here we go. Woo! Here we go. Here we come, baby. Dude, Josh, start us off. Oh, I gotta I gotta Josh, kick off 2016. Off. Yes. Come on, dude. dude come on. 2016 come on. was fun, man. Uh there's some good ones, some emotional ones, dude, that like really that I tend to lean towards, like Manchester by the Sea. I thought was great. Mm. I think Lucas had just killed it. I think Lucas. Casey. Yeah, dude. He's dude, he's so a star, good. man. Oh, he's dude, great. he's killing it lately, dude. Say it. Hella Highwater came out. Uh, you know, Deadpool, I thought was great. Fundamentals of Caring. I will watch Paul Rudd in anything, but dude, number one, dude, it's the nice guys, dude. Oh, God. The nice guys. <laughs> I know, dude. dude it's on, the sleeper bro. of the decade. Literally most underrated nice movie. Guys. The nice guys. Bro, I think Johnny and I had this feud of like what <laughs> film is better in 2016. I thought Josh was gonna actually gonna give us which side is better? But then he says the nice the guys. guys I wanted to, you know, I, I was gonna bring it up because I know you guys are probably gonna talk about La La Land and Moonlight and Arrival. Great movies. Oh, I Arrival was They're really incredible. Good. All of them. But the nice guys, dude, aged. I can watch that movie over and over. Ryan Gosling and Russell. I, you don't expect that from Russell Crowe. I mean, this it's movie. great. It's a good movie. Oh, dude, I just didn't think you were gonna say <laughs> it's that. I really so didn't. Good, dude. I think I watched it like five times in the last like I don't know month or two. It's good. It's really good. 
All right, Johnny, on the count of three, we're going to say our favorite movie of 2016. Ready? One, two, three. Moonland. Moonland. Uh, <laughs> Moonlight. We, we're a Go split ahead. decision here. I actually wrote uh, like a very big paper on Moonlight. So I watched it like like over a hundred times, I think. It's beautiful. I've bro. seen it so many times. I've I've like analyzed Little Big, um, Chiron. Uh, I've seen like like the ins and out of the film, and uh, yeah, I think it it was beautiful, and I think it sparked up conversations that needed to be like had. Of course, like um, I don't know. I thought I don't know. It was just so beautiful. Like I cried so many times. I was like, no, this is great. And what what's his name? I I always butcher his name. Uh, Juan. Whoa, what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mahershala. Mahershala. Oh, Ali. yeah. He played like the best father figure. Like you're so heartbroken because he sells like drugs to his mom, but you see how he treats like Chiron when he's little. Like he treats him like like a great father. He affirms yeah. him like being gay is not a bad thing, and and that's like really like crazy for a hood father figure to like tell their kid or like kind of a kid. Yeah. It's not really his kid, but he like takes him in as his own. And it's just like so beautiful. Um, yeah, I loved Moonlight. And then it's a all black cast. Like that's oh. that's amazing. And then it won Oscars over La La Land. Well deserved. Well deserved. It was Barry deserved, Jenkins bro. did an awesome job. I love La La Land though. But of course, I like I love Moonlight too. But Moonlight is just I don't know. It definitely like took my heart. And that's where I I really started to feel a, like more films. Like I was like, dang, films could really make you feel and like spark up conversations that you wouldn't have with other people. Like every time I mention Moonlight's my favorite film to like my friends who don't really love film, they're like, Oh, what's that about? And I'm like, it's like about a, a dude who's like struggling with his sexuality and it's just like beautifully done. And people are like, what the heck? But it's, it sparks that good conversation about like things need to be talked about. And that film did it. Because I have two, I have two points to add on to what you said, where it's like, even my favorite film, we're going to get to it soon, where we talk about like sexuality and it's like people get very like, for some reason, like uncomfortable when I say like this movie is my favorite movie. But like, I, I like you said, I think it really needs to be set like heard and said and understood to more deeper level. And I think this movie brought a lot of insight, especially to like, you know, those heavily like African American communities where like, I, I kind of don't know how this stuff like plays out. You know what yeah. I mean? And what I, there was, um, you listen to the shop with LeBron James, yeah. which is so he like 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 you know LeBron James has like this like the shop and the barbershop and kind of just a group of guys talking. So we had LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Little Nas X, and then um, Kevin uh, Kevin Hart. Yeah. And so as you know, like Little Nas X came out as like homosexual, and like him basically like describing like how he was like scared to come out because mm-hmm. in those like those he called it the those like growing up in like a heavily African American populated community he said it was very hard and it was interesting because Kevin Lucky was like what do you mean and he was like come on bro like you know like you grew up in the culture so i think moonlight was so good because it it kind of brought a lot of stuff to the sight you know what i mean and plus yeah. the aesthetic was beautiful the soundtrack oh, so, was beautiful so beautiful it was it was great dude yeah like i literally on my notes i put all caps, fuck this shit was hard because it, <laughs> it was, was either, so hard. It was either La La Land or Moonlight for me, but I'm going with La La Land for sure. La La Land is my number two favorite movie of all time. Um, I just loved, I'm not, I don't, I don't really like musicals, but for some reason when I saw this, I was like, it's kind of like an anti-musical musical. Mm. It was great. Ryan, like I said, previous in part one, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone is phenomenal together. The aesthetic was great. The, the music was phenomenal. The acting was so good. But what I really loved about that movie is at the very end, they like obviously like they didn't end up together, but like during the scene where he's playing the piano, they run back the whole movie in very fast. Yeah. Where basically Ryan Gosling said, No, I don't want to be part of your band. And if he if he said that, it went this life. And they yeah. like had been married, have a kid, but it was just so good, dude. Yeah. Like the last scene when they're walking out, when she's walking out and he's playing, and he's like looking on the piano and he looks up and they're staring at each other. And they Tears. Like, and like she starts crying and he can't just give like that classic Ryan Gosling grin, dude. Oh my gosh, bro. It like I was watching with Dylan the other day. It like ripped my heart out. And I was like, I love this movie so much. Yeah. I love the fact that Ryan Gosling actually had to learn to play piano because the director was like, I don't want to cut um hands of playing the piano. I actually want you to learn. So take a year, I'll pay you learning to play the piano. 
Yeah, dude, I thought it was incredible, dude. I, I I love the intentionality too, like the, on the little things in that movie. Like their their colors are closed when they first yeah. met. Then there's that big, and it starts getting yeah. darker and darker, right? And that big fight night, they're all wearing black. And then at the end, he's wearing a brown suit, which is I guess more like a neutral color. Neutral, yeah, and it's supposed to kind of communicate like this is really sad, and this is really like. But they're kind of he's kind of okay with it in a way, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I remember dude. I remember loving it, too, because it gave me the ending that I wanted. It gave me the ending because it, it didn't give me the ending. That's like, you know, Hollywood, big movie, happy, happily ever after kind of ending. But it gave you both, which I thought was like, oh, that's cool, too. Yeah. It gave you both endings, you know, for all the people that wanted the happy ending and all the people like me who are just realist. No, I'm just kidding. Dude, <laughs> yeah, that, that was legit. I was it like, was awesome. whoa, like they didn't end up together. Amazing. It was so good. Dude. <laughs> right? dude, sometimes I try to I try to bring movies to like my real life. So like every time Ryan Gosling would pick up Emma Stone, he'd honk the horn. So she would come outside and they could leave. I did that to my uh significant other in the past. And um that person was very upset that I did that. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it it didn't it didn't it didn't play out well, bro. So don't I do not suggest doing that. But all right, what are we gonna give this year? Nine point seven out of ten wow my wow. rating bro i think out of every year because i think like all of, obviously la was great moonlight was great like josh had the nice guys or was it the nice guys the nice guys yeah. dude i'm telling you man there's a, shane black so underrated as a writer dude the layers and the layers and layers of his dialogue dude the protest scene ryan gosling being drunk in any of the scenes he's drunk in, <laughs> in that movie <laughs> what about lion lion was in there too lion was good yeah lion was great that was really it was really good that, that's I a tearjerker but I'd give it a really, really, really great. That's three reallys. Hey, that's and that's a great. That's a new scale, man. That's it's almost to the awesome point. Yeah. But but it's there's not enough like Oh, dude. Not enough movies yet. How do we forget? Zootopia was phenomenal too. Zootopia is on my honorable yeah. mention. Yeah. Zootopia, Deadpool, Doctor Strange. Like there's some Doctor Strange. Yeah. Dude, Moana came out this year. Moana's Hidden figures. Manchester by the Sea. Oh, Ten Cloverfield Lane came out this year. Yeah, Ooh, I didn't see that. One. Um, like, dude, this this was a good year. Sasha's party. <laughs> oh gosh, directed would, by Seth, Seth Rogen. I would put this one above 2014, but dude, this is not 2017, dude. 2017 no. was 2017 like, is oh. awesome year, we're and we're about to go so into go. it. So 2017, <laughs> I'll start this one off. Put them on. Um, put them on. 2017 came some bangers, and this is a year of movie pass. Yeah, like, this is a year where we went off. <laughs> like we would go every week. Dude, to, to a film, I was Ooh. averaging I think less than two dollars a movie. <laughs> it was it was amazing, and I think that's why it was the best year. Like these filmmakers were like, "We're gonna give these people free, good, awesome movies." For the people, <laughs> guys, guys, I'm shaking around because I want Johnny to say it, dude. What's so, your favorite film of 2017? This is gonna be a, a sleeper, I think. Oh, I think you're not gonna uh, you're know. not gonna agree. Well, you just uh, say but it. it's gonna be three billboards outside oh, Ebbing, Missouri. Three billboards was amazing. I was literally on my toes and like, I literally thought, what what's her name again? Frances Mc uh, Frances McDermott. Frank, yeah, Miss McDermott. She <laughs> she literally went off. She was the best mother figure in the world. She was like kind of a great mom, but then she turned out to be like the most badass mom in the world. She was just like, oh, she did things that that I was like, whoa, like she is. She's persistent and she wants freaking to know what happened. She doesn't want to like stay. And that's because she felt bad to, because she didn't have the best relationship with her daughter. But I don't know. It was just like an amazing film. Like I think me and Josh walk, watched it together and we were just like mind blown. Cause I didn't even know what this film was yeah, at first. I was seriously. like, what the heck? What is this? Three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> that's the longest title in the world. But we watch it and I'm like, no way. And there's like, the evil dude, he was, he became like likable and dude. he became like our favorite character or my yes. favorite character at the end. Like he becomes this dude that, that redeems himself at the end. What, what's his name again too? Uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. In yep. real life. In real life. Sam Dixon. Rockwell. Officer Dixon. Officer Dixon just, uh, he, he has a complete 180 and redeems himself. And we love him because of that. He is really a great guy at the end of the film, but was kind of homophobic and racist at first. Yeah. And I don't know. Touches on some really cool things. By kind of like super homophobic. Yeah, and like kind of super homophobic <laughs> and racist. But he kind of redeems himself at the end by trying to help um, Miss McDermott. Yeah. Yeah. 
So um, yeah, three billboards. Number one, dude. Freaking 2017, dude. There was so many. There was so many, dude. Yeah, like, Lady you Bird. got Ladybird. I was gonna say Ladybird is up there for me, a close second. Dunker came out. Uh, Baby Driver. You get Get Out. John Wick Two. I have to put John Wick Two on there. The Big Sick, dude. The Big Six, incredible. And um, Shape of Water. I actually did not like the first time I watched it. The second time, though, loved it. Um, uh, Blade Runner 2040. There's just Molly's Game, Aaron Sorkin's first first movie he directed. Spider-Man Homecoming. Dude, I have Spider-Man Homecoming, too. Logan Lucky. Stronger. Adam Driver's on there. Are in that one. The Disaster Artist. Disaster Artist. Dude, I was going to say, dude, yeah, Movie Pass really opened up our... Uh, Dude, Wonder, dude, that year, dude, Florida just Project, all the all the movies. But, dude, honestly, my 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 first pick was uh, like Johnny Three Billboards. No I was way. gonna say Sleeper, <laughs> yeah, right, dude. I, dude, I hey. raved about this movie, dude. Three Bill, well, because okay, when when we with movies, man, right? We, we want to be moved. We want to we want to we want things to resonate with us. We have all this emotion to be, you know, to be human to suffer, right? Like that's a big part of the human experience is suffering. And so we watch this movie, dude, and it's filled with suffering. And there's also, I think, everyone's trying to relate to someone on the screen. Yeah. And I think that's why Sam Rockwell's character Sam is so Rockwell good because so. I think everybody doesn't want to be that person, right? No one wants to be that person. Or at least admit it outwardly, right? But then when you see them that he's redeemed and there's this redemption element, you're like, wait, maybe I can too, or maybe mm-hmm. this person can too that you know in your your community or in your spheres. Um, and so I think that that was why that worked so well. And also it made me fall in love with Martin uh, McDonough's work. Uh, I didn't realize I, I watched in Bruges. I didn't know that was the same person. So I went back and watched like seven psychopaths, which is incredible. Found out he has like a big theater background and his whole like, like uh was it like um contrast with like comedy and tragedy you see that in the movie and these like monologues dude francis mcdormand's monologues about when she's talking to the priest about the bloods in the crypts or like you know there's just all these like like just really awesome like theater like elements into yeah. it and you're like laughing but you're also crying and dude, yeah. it's so dark but it's also like i don't know there's just a part of part of life i guess and there's like these glimpses of hope and you're really cheering for people um but yeah, I thought one of the best like shots was that follow shot as it follows uh, um, Officer Dixon, Sam Rockwell across. And it's one take. He walks yeah. up there. He hits a girl, which is totally unacceptable. Um, and then he throws the dude out the freaking window. Out the window. Our boy Caleb Landry Jones, which I believe is named after Landry Jones from the Dallas Cowboys. Right on. America's team. <laughs> no? Okay, cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude. It was Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, Thor. You got you got Taiti. Uh, I can't say his name. I'm gonna butcher it. But Watiti, mm-hmm. dude, he comes onto the screen, dude. And, ah, it's a good year. Great what about year. you, dude? What about you, Ray? Dude, I was trying to stay quiet, man. I, I know. Was, I was, it was hard for me. It was really hard for me because, like, this. I think this is where I lose some of my uh, my my film credit, like film critique credit is because I actually walked out of the movie theater during three billboards outside. I know. Of. I did. Yeah. I was personally offended. I was offended too. I, I, I just, I didn't enjoy the movie. I didn't, I was watching it. I said, this is too long. I had a very hard time like getting invested in the movie. I didn't like the characters. I just, I didn't enjoy it. I, I, I wish I did, but I just didn't. And I ended up walking into the movie. And I know, I know it like it's it's kind of disrespect to like that's just you guys, but I'm crying right now, it, I just didn't I just didn't like it, dude. But like 2017 as a whole was phenomenal, dude. I mean, I think a movie we haven't said was Get Out. Um Get Out, this is when um Jordan Peele comes onto the scene. And then I think Get Out was like we kind of didn't know what to expect because Jordan Peele, like obviously from Keen Pill. Mm. So we didn't know what to expect from this guy, but the next thing you know, like I think we kind of just saw it because like, oh, Jordan Pillar directed a movie. Let's go see it. The next thing we know, we're like, wait a minute, this was actually really good. And there were some really great quotes and like, like meaning meanings behind this movie. It was phenomenal. Dunkirk, Dunkirk was great. Such a good movie with Tom Hardy and like the war of like Dunkirk and all that stuff. It was phenomenal. I didn't like Dunkirk. Okay. And I then, dude, Baby Driver, Baby Driver, Baby Driver, Amazing, dude. <laughs> that playlist, Baby Driver was Fire. great. I was I saw Baby Driver and I was like, I was like a kind of a goof because I had movie pass and I would see whatever I wanted. Well, Baby Driver, I was like, wait a minute, this movie is actually really kind of inter- very entertaining. It's really good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I thought Angel Elgort is his name. I might be butchering. I thought he did really well playing that role. Yeah. Lady Bird, like you said. Phenomenal. Lady, Lady Bird was phenomenal. Great script. Great cast. A lot of good meanings behind it. I loved it. I love when she jumped out the car because her and mom was fighting, broke her arm. That was phenomenal. Um, It was really good. Coco. Coco was this year. Coco, dude. Coco ripped my heart out. I it was cried. such a good... 
Pixar Disney movie. It was phenomenal. I loved it. Um, I'm kind of like with Josh on here. I didn't like the shape of water when I first watched it. Um, but then Josh sent me a podcast by, um, what's the director's name again? Gedmo del so Toro. He sent me a podcast of like, like the colorful meanings behind that film. And then once I, he told me, I rewatched it and I'm like, wait, this movie's a lot more better for me. And I, I kind of like enjoy how they explain, like when we look at the aspect of like the girl and like this weird fish slash alien thing, love, we kind of to get disgusted, but I like, I enjoyed the deeper meaning behind it where it said like, that's how we, that's how some people feel when they say like intermixed relationships. Mm. Um, I like heard that theory. I'm not necessarily know if it's true, but I thought it was just very good. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that, that, yeah. Like, like that dude, that podcast, like really opened my eyes to the, the whole thing about like the symmetry, yeah. the, the color grading, what the colors meant green being time, red being hurt or anger. And, and, and you see them played out on the screen and you're just blown away by like all the, like, again, the intentionality of yeah. it. Um, but even, even they were saying too, like the whole movie about like her at the very beginning, it's like, she's meeting all her needs in mm -hmm. water. She's like hard boiling eggs. She pleasures herself in the bathtub. Like she's in water, the food's in water, like everything's in water. And it's like, she's dreaming about being in water at the very beginning. Yeah. Or like, at least that's the, what we're given to, you know, on the screen. And so this, and then it ends with her being in the water and mm -hmm. it's like, oh, and then when he talk, Guillermo talks about how like, yeah, the creature and the beast dude being this like messianic figure that came in rags and not riches. And then we reject him as people and like yeah. people telling people what you're supposed to worship. And there's so much unknown. And it was just, it, it made me rethink when I watched it the second time and I started putting all those pieces together. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like not the, cause dude, the, the, the creature has this like, yeah, like, I don't know, uh, deity aspect to him. Right. And, but he, he's rejected, he's tortured, he's beat up. And then mm -hmm. this girl who, who's deaf or a mute, right? Yeah. She's not deaf. She's a mute. Mm -hmm. And so, um, her, like, there's just the, the using of like subtitles sometimes for what she's saying. And then sometimes she, they wouldn't subtitle it to us and we'd have to rely on another character to interpret it for us. And then she would get angry. She's like, no, say exactly what I'm signing. Cause then we're like, wait, is he not saying what she's saying? Cause I don't read silent. And so this yeah. misunderstanding and that being yeah. the same thing with the creature, I was like, dude, this movie's great. Like it was good. It was good. I think, that I, I think we could talk hours yeah. for Shape of Water. Tell us your number one though, right? Come I want, on, I want to plug in, I want to plug in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I thought the aesthetic, everything movie was great. I love that one too. But come Ooh. on, tell us. <laughs> we are already now, dude. Elio, 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 Oliver, 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 dude. Call me by your name. If you call me by your name, <laughs> I'll call you by mine, dude. I loved. I this is my number one movie of all time. I have a poster of it in my room. I, I have a Tim, I have a call me by your name shirt. He has a peach right next to his bed. Dude, I, <laughs> I absolutely love this film for many reasons. We'll go into that in a little bit. Um, I just love, cause first, first of all, um, so movie pass used to send these, uh, emails out saying, Hey, there's a really like high, like reviewed movie coming out. You should go see it. And I remember we all three saw it together and, um, I had no idea what calling by your name was. I just know it got like rated very well. I didn't watch trailer or anything. And we went and watched it and I had no idea it was about two men falling in love. And I just love, like, I thought their love story was so beautiful, dude. The aesthetic mm. was great. The soundtrack, the score was great. The writing was phenomenal. The acting was so good. But like when Josh was talking about La La Land, the ending, that's the, even though Call Me By Your Name wasn't the ending I wanted, it's the ending that I needed <laughs> because yeah. like it, it ended so well, especially when he calls and he says, Hey, I'm engaged. I'm getting married mm. and Elio sits by the fire and like crying. the credits play over him and just crying and they play the, that um, the visions of Gideon song over him. Oh my gosh. It is. It was so good, dude. Yeah. This is like my favorite film of all time. I think it's like when I like started to really like enjoy Timothy Chamelet. Um, it, oh, I just love this movie so much. We dude. saw that together. Yeah. All three oh, of yeah. us. Dude, it, yeah. it, we it, didn't know what we were watching. No, not at all. I tell, I'm the same thing with you. When I tell people that Call Me By Your Name is my favorite movie, they're like, well, what is it about? And I'm like, oh, yeah. it's about, about two guys falling in love. And they're like, wait a minute, Ray, are you gay? And I'm like, no. It's <laughs> beautiful, though. It's just a beautiful love yeah. story. Like, what's wrong with that? Um, yeah, talking about the aesthetic, it was it was beautiful. The, the, the score was great. The music was great. Um, but the reason why I love this movie so much, I think it made me feel heartbroken for no absolute damn reason. Like I had no dang reason to be heartbroken over like a fictional love story. Like, but like it, it like broke my heart. I watched it like at least once a month. 
amazing. <laughs> it was so good, dude. So yeah, good. I love incredible. it so much. Um, so Calling By Your Name was my favorite movie of 2017. And this is Ray's highest scored year of the past decade. This is 10 out of 10 year. This is uh, awesome. An awesome year. It's an awesome year. It's an incredibly awesome year. It's an, it's an awesome year. Not incredibly awesome. Because <laughs> we got to wait. Wait on that. Dude, Timothy Chamolet. Just kidding. Timothy this Ch- is the incredible awesome <laughs> year. So. Yeah. Well, Timothy Chamolet put on his Instagram story the other day because, you know, Donald Trump is in the process of getting impeached. Yeah. Oh, gosh. He put on his story, um, Timothy Chamolet. It was like a picture of him on the bed and it says, in a peach, because he oh, masturbated no. in a peach. And then it said Donald Trump's face and it said impeached. And it was just funny. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, I, no, I, I don't have a peach by my bed. Incredible, he does. Incredibly awesome. <laughs> he does I see? In, <laughs> incredibly awesome year. All right, let's let's. Uh, oh, I love that year so much. But 2018, I'll start. Um, I think for me, this was another great year. I think my favorite movie of the year was Spider Verse. Ooh. Um, we saw it as a as kind of like hanging out with the. A, a group of friends we 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 were supposed to do it as like a like a requirement not a requirement but like we like we we're part of this like team we we're supposed to hang out and there was absolutely no movies out and josh and i were like i'm not seeing a movie under 80 percent. i'm not paying for a movie on Rotten tomatoes <laughs> and so it was it was between um spider-verse and what is that movie um uh marwin welcome to marwin no 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 the other one about like adoption oh instant family yeah. instant family instant family Dude. was great but like Dude, it was it was either that, and so we picked Spider Verse, and I was like, I don't want to see an animation movie. I don't want to see it. And I sat down, and I'm like, opened up with freaking Sunflower by Post Malone. I'm like, wait a minute, this movie's kind of dope. He has the Jordan ones on. Yeah, Miles, dude. I was like, so that's my that's my first thing for the year. But I'm gonna plug in Annihilation. Annihilation, absolutely mind blown my mind. Those oh, sounds, the, the, the sound, the aesthetic, just everything. I was like, wait a minute, this movie, this is absolutely fucking insane. I just see it like three times, like understand it and i still don't technically understand it so <laughs> and then um i'm gonna plug in um john kronowski um uh, jim from the office um he directed the quiet place and he's making quiet place 2 coming up in 2020 or 2021 um i really love that film i thought it was great very creative and i love that him and his wife were married in the movie and married in real life and i just enjoyed again sci-fi movies um so that's my screen time what about you guys? Uh, for me, I really liked this year. Uh, Mid nineties, first reformed eighth grade, mm. uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, Avengers infinity war that it was the closing. Yeah. Yep. I were like, finally good goodness, but it was really good. Roma. If Bill street could talk vice, uh, Black Klansman was fun. This was another solid year. I think yeah, it boy erased boy uh, yeah. was beautiful boy this year. Um. Yes, it yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful boy. Um. Creed two. Ben is back. Mm. Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. I. I'm gonna say. I hated on it, but it aged well. Come on now. It aged well after a year. Yep. I like watch it consistently. You can say. It. Yep. What is it? Come on. What What is it gonna be? You're gonna say I mid nineties. You're gonna yeah, say mid nineties. Mid nineties is probably in my top ten now, of just like all time hey, personally. Yeah, and I I was just like at first I was like no it's too simple I don't like it but I kept watching it mm-hmm. and I kept watching it and I kept watching it and I'm like I love this <laughs> I love how good it is it's like simple it's straightforward it takes you back like uh, there's like some brother struggle there some family struggle and like it's really great like it's about a kid that that finds his community and he really like dives into it and I don't know it, it's just just amazing i like one of my favorite scenes is when um uh fuck shit is like <laughs> it's like uh i don't want to do anything and then ray that's the that's the other character right yeah, so, yeah. That's ray. Ray, ray was like man no like you're gonna have to figure it out sometime like those aren't the exact uh lines in the film but he's just like looking out for his friends he's like like this is all gonna end one day. You gotta be thinking about the future, and it was good. Um, like he's gonna make films. I'm gonna like pro skate. You gotta be thinking ahead, and that that kind of made me feel because fuck shit didn't know what to do, and I think he was kind of hurt about the the answer that Ray had for him. I think he was hurt in the whole um, bus scene when he was passing out the drugs. Oh yeah, like his anxiety or his antipsychotic medication. Everyone was taking them. Yeah, and he didn't let um. What's the what's the young what young one's name? The young boy, the main character. Uh, Stevie, they didn't let, yeah, he didn't let Stevie take it. He's like, don't get that shit to Stevie. And then he gets it and he throws it on the ground. I think that scene was like, 
kind of going off what yeah. you said where it's like, hey, you need to grow the fuck up. Yeah. Um, and then like Jonah Hill's first first like directed film. Yeah. It was a good year. That, that was a good movie. And and the way it was shot mm-hmm. was just beautiful. Yeah. I loved that. And it, it was like an inspiration for our, our like personal documentary yeah. that we made. Like the colors and the, the, the way it it was filmed with the ratio. And first reformed was like the mm-hmm. the first one that I saw do it. Yeah. So like it was, yeah. it was really cool to like see it again in the same year. So dude, I just felt bad because like when he, when his friend who wants to make movies said, "What do you want to do with it?" When he grew up, and he's like, "I want to make movies." And Nick paused and he's like, "That's fucking stupid. You can't yeah. be like and that." That that scene to me was like, it's it's crazy how like people just hate on your dreams, man. And yeah, but like, it was it was so. But that's real. Like your no, your yeah, boys yeah. will tell you how it is. Like uh-huh. that's why if, I, if they don't think you could do it, and that's like kind of hurtful. But, but that's how it was. Like yeah. Which is crazy. Like when though. I was younger, yeah. Right? yeah. Which is, it's kind of crazy, but it's also like, I think if someone, it, it wasn't like, if, if I said I'm going to the NBA and someone said that's crazy, it's like, okay, I kind of get that. But like, yeah. if I want to like make a pod, like a podcast or like a movie and someone said that's fucking stupid, I think I would like, uh, do you, yeah. do I want to be friends well, with you anymore? Like, well, I think it's just crazy too. Cause it's like, dude, well, someone's doing it. Yeah. Might as well be you, you know, someone's making movies and I'll just say about the NBA. I agree. Kind of, but there's some five foot five people out there in the NBA and they've been there. I can do <laughs> there's it There's one dude, you know Muggsy I mean? Pokes, Spud Webb. <laughs> Spud Webb. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But, but yeah, dude, I think, I in think, 90s. you know, someone, someone's gotta, someone's gotta someone's make gotta movies. Yeah. Someone's gotta be a pro skater. I need to see Might as well be again. you. I need to watch it again. Mid-90s. So that that's 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 my movie of, of Oh uh, really? Yeah. 2018 wow. mid-90s. I know it was a tough one, dude, because it was I had a hard time between uh Leave No Trace. Um, Leave No Trace, yeah. That's a good one. Dude, free uh Deborah Granick, I think is how you say her last name. Dude, Father that movie is so good. Like so, so good, dude. It's so really heartbreaking. Good. Um Ah, man. And it's like one of those slower ones too, where it's not a lot of dialogue. I think after they like settled on the characters, like they sat together and they removed like 30% of dialogue. So it's like, it's crazy. Like how much not no speaking is happening and you're yeah. still so engaged and uh, it's pretty riveting, especially the story. And, but first reform lean on Pete, dude, a 24 is lean on Pete. Anyways, there's, there's so many that get a green book, instant family, dude, widows, widows has some really under underrated uh, performances in that one. But yeah, but overall pretty, pretty decent year. Pretty good. Yeah, I, think I liked I, it. I'll give it a, a 9.1 out of 10. It was a good year. Was I think really- I give a, give it a awesome year. It was good, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Not incredibly I mean, awesome, but an awesome year. It's, it was pretty awesome, but it ain't no 2019 so far, dude. I've right. been hyped about 2019. Hey, man, really? Let's, let's, yeah, dude. Even though I've only seen like five things. but Let's uh, let's close off 2019. You know, I hope it was a good year for you two. I hope 2020 and the new decade holds a lot of great things for you two and everyone listening. Um, but let's talk a little bit about 2019 films. Um, do you want to start, Johnny? Yeah, yeah. First off, Avengers Endgame. Mm. That's right. It's the it's literally the final, final, final one. Yeah. We thought Infinity War was done, but then Endgame. I love Infinity finished. World though. I think Infinity, yeah, War, Infinity War was was like, <gasps> yeah, this is crazy. Like the heroes are gone. Yeah. And that was awesome. And then Endgame. That's true. Just finally closed it, which oh, is it great. Good. Joker was there. Booksmart. Yeah. Like yep. I call it like the female uh, super bad, like the equivalent, because yep. it's. It's just like a teenage party. That's really cool putting film. it that way. Yeah. yeah. And then Last Black Man in San Francisco, beautiful. Good Boys, hilarious. Waves, beautiful. The Report, Adam Driver. Adam Driver, <laughs> dude. Queen and Slim. This was his year. Adam Driver, this was his year. I think next year's going to be his year. No. Come on. Marriage Story, dude. Star Wars. He was the great. Report. No, I'm not no this it. was his year. I'm not taking anything away from Adam Driver. But my Driver. number one, number one this year. Uh-oh. Peanut Butter Falcon. Put them on. Peanut yes, Butter sir. Falcon. Put on. <laughs> Number one rule. Why so? Uh, Shia LaBeouf just really like went emotional here. Like yeah. this is this is him like redeeming his himself. I think. I think he was like out of the game for a minute, and then he came back out of nowhere Dude. and just like killed it. And and with yeah. the film that we didn't realize, and he also made Honey. Honey boy, honey, dude. Boy. honey boy, yeah, honey boy. Come on. So he made two like very emotional films this year, and they were both really good. I haven't seen a honey film, but I saw the the trailer for it, and I was like, dang, this is deep. This it's is good. very it emotional. Good. It was good, dude. But yeah, uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. I loved it. There's this scene where where uh, it's the bad guy, good guy scene. Bad guy, good guy. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. dude. And Where they're, they're laying on the on the shore of the the river. Yeah, dude. And it's like, yeah, um, I'm I'm the bad guy. 
And then the dude tells him like, no, he's like, I don't think you're a bad guy. And he was asking, what do you think about me? Yeah. It's just crazy. Cause different perspectives are different people. And Not for sure. you know, it's like, like, dude, good people can do bad things and bad people can do good things. Yeah. And you know, that yeah. whole, I don't know if it's as black and white or as, you know, when we start thinking about just two ways of thinking, right. I think it's going to be very damaging. Anyways, that scene was just, it was good. And it, it was good, dude. Yeah. Zach, right. Yeah. Zach. Zach. And he just like killed it. And you could tell like shy and him have like an actual friendship. Yeah. And that's, that's, what's beautiful about it. It's like, you see the friendship on film and even the, the interviews, like they are really good friends. And I don't know. I thought it was great. It was funny, yeah. like sad and just ex- a lot of excitement that came through it too. Yeah. yeah. I think after, I'm, I'm going to follow up on Johnny to make it quick for his time's sake. Um, the Peanut Butter Falcon was my number one movie of 2019. It's, oh, wow. in, it's in my top 10. Right on. Um, I, I think everything I agree with everything Johnny said, but what I really enjoyed is that Shia LaBeouf said Zach kind of saved his life through this mm. role. Um, and what I also really liked is that a lot of the scenes um, from when I was reading interviews and articles or listening to interviews and reading articles was it was improv. It was kind of Zach doing his own thing. And it was like, wait, this is really good. Like the scene when they're on the beach and he's like, they throw, he throws the, the keys in the ocean. Oh, yeah. And then he like looks and Zach's like dancing, like dancing, and Shia is like, get it, get it, get yeah. it. Like um, that scene was all improv, and I'm like, this is so good. Yeah. And then when he said, I, "What's Shia LaBeouf's name in the movie?" I forgot. Um, but let's just say Shia for yeah. sake. So he said, "Shia, I'm gonna give you all of my birthday wishes." I was like, oh, dude, so good, so good, so good. It's in my top ten. I love this. I love this movie so much. In my top ten, um, honorable, honorable, honorable mentions. Um, solid movies that I really enjoyed. I I loved Ways. I loved Honey Boy. I loved Queen and Slim. Um, Book Smart was phenomenal. Um, Marriage Story. But I'm going to plug in uh, Midsommar. I think Midsommar <laughs> was the modern day. Um, I think Ari Aster, Ari Aster is like an insane human being because he made Hereditary. Yeah. And he created Midsommar. And the reason why I like Midsommar, I gave Midsommar a 9.5 out of 10 because it was visually beautiful. Yeah. But yet terrifying at the same time. It, it was like... It was it was a it was a it was a horror a horrific visual masterpiece. I love that movie so much. My top scary movie of all time, and it was probably in my top five of 2019. Nice. Um. So yeah, dude, you, Midsummer, dude, dude, that boy made it out of a breakup. That was the inspiration. People are tripping while I'm single, dude. This guy's <laughs> making these horror films, dude, because of relationships, dude. Freaking people are having babies and getting married in 2020. And I'm like, maybe considering maybe I should date, but then movies like that come out, dude. And I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still I don't want to see that, dude. You know, the next, whoever, whoever's in a date, Josh, please don't break his heart. Cause I don't want to see him make this terrifying oh, movie. Dude. Can't make Midsummer, dude. That gave me nightmares. I haven't even seen it. All right, JP. But uh, what are yours, man? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude. I, there's a lot of movies I hadn't seen. Actually, I realized it's like I didn't see Booksmart. I didn't see La- Last Black Man in San Francisco. At Astra, The Farewell, Parasite. Parasite I came heard out. Parasite was so I good. heard it's. In, I heard it's incredible. Uncut Gems, dude. I'm waiting for it, dude. Yeah. I can't Christmas, wait. Christmas Eve or Christmas dude, Day. Little Women. Greta Gerwig's coming back with a film, Greta. dude. Dude, Greta, our girl from uh, 2017, right? With, Lady, Bird. Uh, Lady Bird. and yeah. Joe. I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Queen and Slim. But anyways, great movies coming out. So the ones I have seen, though, did I watch Good Boys? Good Boys. Dude, I think Hilarious. it was Hilarious. Dude, dude. Yeah, it's so that. good, dude. Honorable mentions. Joker came out. The Irishman. Waves. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I need to watch again. But, um, but yeah, I would say it's a tie for my number one. And it's Marriage Story. Uh, dude, floored me, man. First ten minutes, I'm already in tears. Uh, the scenes of them talking, you, it made me want to like. I was like, I never want to get married, like ever, because Bro, of this movie. Yeah. But at the same time, though, I was like, shoot, I should have got married like four years ago because I'm missing out on something. Because, dude, in order to hate someone that much or to say the things or talk about the things that they did or. You got to love someone so deeply yeah. and intent. And I was like, dang, dude, that's marriage. So he's gave me both perspectives at the same time, which doesn't make sense. Cause dude, dude, it's all about separation. But, um, anyways, marriage story, dude, freaking Adam driver, dude, our boy, he's kind he's on the come up. Uh, but honey boy, dude, honey boys, like my other number one, dude, mm-hmm. you saw um, dude. Yeah. I saw it, dude. And it was, it was just, dude, where he, we were talking about Shia LaBeouf, man, right? He's making movies and he disappears. Well, he disappears because he's like getting arrested for being drunk in public. He's going to rehab. Yeah. And in rehab, they're like, t- one of the things was for them to write. And this is how he started writing like Honey Boy. I watched this interview, how they made him write out dialogue about his dad. 
as like exposure therapy, like to just hear it. Oh, he would record it and then listen to it over and over and over until it's crazy. No longer triggered him, I guess. And then it just birthed. He's like, dude. And so they started filming like at days, dude, after getting out of rehab was the production wow. of honey boy. And it's like, dude. they're like filming it. Him and the director talking about it, like, Hey, we need, we in the movie, we need you to go and, and we need something new. So I want you to go like, talk to your dad. I need that closure for the film. Yeah. So he goes, I hadn't talked to my dad in seven years. He goes, so I went to the motel. We had a good, good. We loved on each other. We said some things. And then I told him like, dude, Hey, I'm going to make a movie about you. And then he just said, Hey, make me look good on screen, honey boy. And then that exact scene is in the movie, dude. dude. And, wow. Oh, dude. Anyways, that I need to see that. Dude. You haven't seen it, Johnny? No, dude. I, oh, shoot, I probably just ruined a lot of things no, for you. But no, that's awesome, though. I was going to say, dude, Lucas Hedges, though, dude, oh, in it. So good. Literally, I'm like watching him. I'm like, dude, you you are, you are, have captured Shia LaBeouf. I don't, I mean, I haven't. Lucas is so life, underrated. So underrated. I really? think so. Like, dude. he's in so many good films, yet he gets like, he's like the sleeper dude that like, oh, yeah, Lucas is in it. But yeah. I'm like, Lucas is in it. He's going to, it's going to be a good film. I think no his matter be- what. I think his best years are ahead of him. But kind of going off with Josh about the Honey Boy. <clears throat> So I saw Honey Boy and I, I had no idea it was about Shia LaBeouf. I knew like, I, I had no absolute idea. It was about yeah. Shia. I know he was in the movie playing the dad. I had no idea. Right. And so during the movie, I'm like, it, it was really good. It was, I really enjoyed it. But then the end credits, like you started seeing like pictures of Shia LaBeouf and even Stevens. And, and then there's this, like this guy that looks like a clown, like Shia LaBeouf. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I kind of put the two pieces together and I'm like, wait, is this movie about Shia LaBeouf and his relationship with his father? And that's when I like realized I'm like, oh, this is a, this is a special film. I mean, yeah. it, it was really good. Um, so dude, Noah, dude, the kid, dude, his acting in it, dude, killed it. Oh, he's unreal, dude. Like, so unreal. Like, dude, it was it, it was just so good when he said, "I'm I, if I didn't pay you, you wouldn't be here. I'm oh, paying dude, you to be hurt. my chaperone." I was like, and he and he like he said, "Would you be here if I still paid you?" And he just started like, he didn't answer. Cause he's like, I probably wouldn't. And I'm like, holy shit. It's crazy, dude. In the yeah. interview, Shia's like, dude, I just wanted my dad to like me. This wow. is what he said in like in real life. And I was like, you see that in the movie. Oh, it hurts, dude. Um, so overall classic race score of 2019, I'm going to give it a 9.4 out of 10. It was a really good year. 2019 was a great year for film. I really enjoyed it. What about you, J-Rod? I think it was uh really great. Not awesome, but really great. I have a lot of catching up to do. So I feel like I can't really... T- say a good and accurate but yeah. it's been pretty great so far i've been pretty enjoying it let me just say waves is filmed like four four different like aspect ratios within the film yeah. and i've never seen that been done so it's trippy so really cool to to just see people just uh yeah try different things on film waves is my second favorite film of 2019 but yep that's as, it as always guys this is uh no movie pass update i'm one of your co-hosts my name is ray josh johnny um so we're gonna just we're just a group of friends enjoy movies and like sharing it to our other friends um stay tuned for future episodes um looks like we're gonna try to release an episode for the oscars giving our oscar predictions um and yeah hope you guys have a good uh new decade yep 2020 we out we out I feel like I just keep saying, yeah, this was incredible because it's incredible.